Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. My Bible is open to Philippians chapter number 3. Would you join me there? I'm going to begin at verse number 7. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of knowing, of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Amen. I want to talk to you today from this subject, pursuing Christ. Pursuing Christ. Uh, many of us have seen the movie that Will Smith started, start, uh, started in, The Pursuit of Happiness. And a lot of us are pursuing a number of things. In fact, we got ads this week hoping that we would pursue the Black Friday deal. It's amazing to me that Black Friday was Monday, Black Friday was Tuesday, right. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, and we finally got to Friday. Then I found out you can get Black Friday on Saturday. <laughs> but they wanted us to pursue the deal that they were offering us. When we look in Philippians chapter number three, Paul makes it very clear what his pursuit is. His pursuit is Christ. His pursuit is Christ, and my prayer is that that is our pursuit as well. Let's find out how to do that. When we look at this text, we first of all have to discover God's purpose. And God's purpose, let me go ahead and give it to you up front. God's purpose is that we know Christ. God's purpose that is that we, listen to this, gain Christ, be found in Christ, and know Christ. That's his purpose for us. Keep in mind that this was Paul writing to the church at Philippi, and he began to uh, express his heart to them. I want you to think about it. Paul had been in ministry at this point some 26 years. After being in ministry this long, you would think that, okay, this is just second nature to him. This is not really a passion for him. But when you hear his heart and you listen to the words that he said, you begin to understand that this is a passion. Paul said that my purpose is to know Christ. Now, please understand where he gets this from, he said, what things, were what things were gained to me, things. What things were gained to me, 
<laughs> the Southern, it just came out. I was, I've been in South Carolina, so forgive me. <laughs> what things, what things were gained to me? These I have counted loss for Christ. Well, what things, Paul, were gained to you? When we look in this chapter, back up to num- verse number four, he says, though I also might have confidence in the flesh. If anyone else think he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning righteousness, which is of the law, blameless. Paul is saying, I had it going on. I had it going on. This is, let, me, let me reread it. When you look at my resume, I graduated from Harvard. Not only did I graduate from Harvard, they called me in to Google to help start the company, as well as Apple, as well as IBM. And they called me in as an expert, given the level of my knowledge. And that's, in essence, what Paul was saying, if we had to modernize it. And he's, but notice what he says about that. He says, but all of this, I count this as loss. Why in the world would you consider all of these accomplishments loss? What is it that is so precious that you would say all of that doesn't really matter. You've got to bring in who really matters. And he's saying, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know I've found who really matters. And he said, it is Christ. He said, for these things, I, I what things were gained to me? I'm not talking about what things were just put on the internet as a part of my social media page that I really didn't earn. You know, not that you're doing that. But he says, what things were really gained to me in the the light of Christ, I count this as rubbish. Now, that's a nice word. The word really is dung. It's refuse. It's the excrement. It's though, I'm not trying to get gross, but he's saying in the light of Christ, everything else doesn't really matter. And he said, I got to gain Christ. Notice, he says, yet I also count all these things as lost. Lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, from whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him. And be found in him. At the end of the day, I want to be found in him. When it's all said and done, I want to be found in him. Because the truth of the matter is, all of the things that they offered us on Black Friday, no matter how good the deal was, it's not going to help us at the end. The question is going to be, are you in him? Will you be found in him? In him. I'm not talking about, listen to this, where, well, 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 pastor, you know, I did a lot of things. He says, wait a minute, not that I can put my pedigree, not that I can earn heaven. He says, so I'm not even looking to my own righteousness. 
So, you, so we can't even look to our good works. We should do good works, but our good works will not save us. Our righteousness before God is as filthy rags. And so he says, I, my purpose, I've made my purpose. I've discovered it, ladies and gentlemen. My purpose is to know Christ. I got to pursue him. Then he goes on to say, um, I've discovered my purpose, but now I've got to direct my pursuits. Direct my pursuits. When you look at the text, he says in verse 12, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Stop right there. So he says, understand that phrase there when he says, I press on, it means to pursue. It means to strive after something. It means to go after something with the intent to catch it. Now, let's put ourselves in Paul's shoes. Here was Paul persecuting the church. When we look in the book of Acts, you can see that he was very zealous. He had gotten letters to persecute the church. On his way to persecute the church, he met Jesus on the Damascus Road. That encounter with Jesus was so life-altering and life-transforming that he literally dropped all of his pursuits to persecute the church and became a preacher for the church. A preacher. He was a proclaimer that Jesus is the Christ. So he says, everything about my life has changed. My pursuits have changed now. I had to do a redirect. Why? What are you talking about? There's something that's about him that I just can't shake. I can't shake it. He says, I met him and I can't explain what he did to me. I can't explain how he has come in my life and made the difference. He, I can't explain how he took somebody like me and did something for me that I know I don't deserve. Gave me something that I know I did not earn. Preparing something, a place for me that I know I don't deserve to go there. So now. Everything about me has to pursue him. He says, I got to lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. In other words, let me bring it to our street. God put his hands on you for a reason. There's a reason that you are where you are and what has transpired in your life. God wants to do something for you. God wants to do something in you, something through you. That you couldn't even imagine. And Paul said, that's worth your pursuits. That's worth your pursuit. It's worth pursuing him. So I need, listen, listen, I need to direct my, redirect my pursuits. I got to get to a place where he's my pursuit. Listen, pursuit is proof of desire. You don't pursue what you don't desire. And so, ladies and gentlemen, life has a way of giving you a lot of options, a lot of things saying, pursue me, pursue me, pursue the career, pursue the house, pursue the car, pursue the big bank account. But in the end, end. end. 
Is it really going to matter? Is anybody going to stand over you when you are laid out? I'm not talking about before Christ comes. I'm talking about before he comes and you're laid out in your casket. And they say, you know what? He had a car. Did you see his car? Ooh, did you see it? Nobody's going to stand up here and then they're going to talk about, ooh, did you see the ring she had? What a fur coat that was. Now, they, be, they be, may be trying to get your ring and get your fur coat in your house and whatever else. But hear me, nobody's going to be talking about it in the sense of that was the greatest accomplishment. Isn't it interesting? We pursue the things that don't really matter. In the, in the long-term scheme, of the, in the light of eternity, it really doesn't matter. So right now, you probably had an argument with somebody in the last 30 days that in the scheme of things, it doesn't matter. You probably said something to somebody. In the scheme of eternity, it doesn't really matter. So he says here, look, my purpose is to know him. I've discovered that purpose. And as a result of that, my pursuit now, I got, I, I'm at a place where I'm pressing on. I'm laying hold. I'm trying to acquire him because there's a reason that he put his hands on me. I'm in pursuit of that. Lord, of all the people that you could have chosen, why me? Of all the people that you let live, why me? On the way over here today, that was an accident on I-20. And I I, I hope that I'm trusting that everybody's okay. But we passed by. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? See, the old old people used to say it like this. He keeps us from dangers. See, I see you had that same auntie, uncle, grandma, and grandpa. So he's worth. Your pursuits. He's worth your pursuits. Let, let's pull, pull out your calendar. Are you pursuing him? Pull out your, what's your schedule like? It, it, it has to be more than prayer as you're driving through traffic. It has to be more. I'm, I'm going to tell you now, you should pray as you drive through traffic. Nothing wrong with that. You probably have to pray as you drive through traffic. But it has to be more. He has to be more than somebody we just pull off the shelf in the, in, in the case of emergency. We use God like a fire extinguisher in case of emergency. He has to be my central pursuit. So now, he discovered his purpose, discovered God's purpose, which is to know Christ. He directed his pursuit. I got to pursue him. I got to press on. And then as a result of that, he determined his priority. You got to determine your priority. Notice what he said here in verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Stop right there. 
before we go on. Please embrace this. Please embrace this. I have not arrived. Come on, say it. I don't care how long, you know, I've been in the way a long time now. That's probably right. You've been in the way a long time. But, but, but I want you to hear this. Don't get to the place where you think, I know it all. I can't grow anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, God is so awesome and so vast, it's going to take an eternity for him to reveal himself to us. So he says, I have not, I, I, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Notice, notice, notice the priority. Here it is. But one thing. But one thing. But one thing I do. What one thing you do, Paul? He says, one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind. And reaching toward those things which are ahead. Stop right there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that shows us priority. That shows us that, God, you're the main thing. I'm pursuing you. Now I've determined my priorities. Priorities is a hard issue. It's a hard issue. It's something on the inside of you that has to get right. That has to be right. We got to get it turned right. But why, why, why? Because if our priorities are off, every, our pursuits are going to be off. So he has to be my priority. I can't put God on the shelf. And so he says this one thing I do, one thing I do. Now, now notice, in the light of all that he does do, he says I make sure that I'm doing this one thing. Because you can look at Paul's life. He did a lot of things. He wrote letters to the church. He, 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 he made tents. He did a number of things. But he said, in the, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know, I make sure that I get this thing done. One thing I do. What's the one thing you do? Well, I make sure that I forget what's behind me. What? Forgetting those things which are behind. What? A lot of us still are talking about our high school football team. You know, good and well, when I, when I was in, in high school, come on, it's been a long time, bro. A lot of us are still talking about those things that you know back when. And, and, and I'm talking about the good things. You know, you, they used to call me forgetting those things which are behind. Now, it doesn't mean you don't give God glory for them. It just means you don't live there. You're not making that your life because you can't pursue looking back. You can't pursue looking back. So hear me. He says, this is one thing I do, forgetting that which is behind. I got to make sure that I leave my successes. I forget my successes and my failures. Some of us are not just remembering our uh, successes. We, re- we go, you know, back when, I remember this didn't work. And, you know, we live right there. We stop and we don't move forward. Well, you know what? That didn't work for Suzanne. And Suzanne, you know, Suzanne's a good friend of mine. And so I don't see why it's going to work. Forget what's behind. Now, I haven't told you to do this. 
uh, yet, but I'm telling you to do it now. Look at somebody and tell them, forget what's behind. <laughs> Every time I read this passage, I'm always reminded of the Lion King movie. I Pumbaa said, you got to leave your behind in the past. <laughs> you got to do that. You got to leave it behind you. Now, you just can't forget what's behind, but notice what he said. I reach forward. I reach forward. I reach forward. Look at me, please. Do this. I reach forward. Come on, do it again. I reach forward. Do it again. I reach forward. Hear me in this. I don't care how old you are, don't lose your reach. I don't care what's going on with you, don't lose your reach. I don't care what has transpired in your life, I reach forward. You may have experienced failure, but I reach forward. They may have said you can't make it, but I reach forward. Let me tell you something. Your reaching forward is a message. You don't even have to tell anybody. They'll see you. Come on, just do it. Just don't say it, but just do it. Now, what were you just preaching? I reach forward. I reach forward. You will never, ever find out what's in your future if you don't reach forward. You don't know. When the scripture says, eye is not seen, ear is not heard, neither is it into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for those that love him, now, we stop right there, but it says, but the Spirit reveals. So that means if God has prepared it for those who love him, I reach forward. I need to reach for what God has for me. I need to reach and for, listen, listen. He gave us the secret. If you reach him, you get his stuff. If I reach him, I get everything that he's prepared for me. If I reach him, it's amazing. It's amazing. Right now, right now, right now. Uh, uh, Brother Bill can do something. He can give us. Could you do me a favor, sir? Uh, do you have your keys to your house in your pocket? Could you, could you do me a favor and just give me those keys, please? Give me those keys now, now, now. Okay, now think about it. You don't have to take it off. Just give me the, all of them. I just, just for now. All right. Which one is it? Just quick, show me which one it is. Just, just, just the keys right here. Just show so I'll find out which, it, which one it is. Now, and I can say thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now, there's one problem. I don't know where he lives. I, I got the keys, but I don't know where he lives. So, listen to me. He can give us the keys to the kingdom. But if you don't need the key, if you don't have the king, what good are the keys? So I need to reach to who has the key. I need to give the, get the key giver. And guess what he can do? He can say, now you can follow me. 
and follow me and I'm going to lead you. And then when he gets to the house, he knows where everything is in the house. He can go to every room. He can unlock every room. He has the authority. He doesn't have to ask anybody. It belongs to him. He is Joe, you understand that. And so when he says, I need you to pursue me. I need to become your priority. Why is it? Because I got the keys to everything you're looking for. I got the keys to everything you need. Listen, don't pursue the keys without me. Because I need to show you where the place is that I prepared for you. I'm the place. I'm what you need. I reach forward. So I've got to make sure that now he's my priority. I've got to determine that priority. You getting it? You getting it? You seeing it? Uh, I love it. In the New Living Translation, verse 13 says it like this. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus. On this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Come on, say it again. I reach forward. Let's do it one last time. I reach forward. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I reach forward. I got to pursue him. I got to pursue him. I got to reach forward. So now as I'm doing that, everything in my life is as a result of him. He is my focus. See, listen to this. Listen to this. He, Paul said, my, I got to pursue him. I've discovered my purpose, and my purpose is I got to know him. I got to pursue him. And and you know what I got to do? I got to make sure that that's my priority above everything else. Sounds like Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. That sounds like a priority, doesn't it? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. I reach forward. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.